Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning together Parashas Chukas Revi'i, the fourth Aliyah in Parashas Chukas. We start off with the topic of the request from Edom. Our Aliyah is eight psukim long and runs from Perakhov, Posuk Yudalad to Chof Aleph. Basic summary of the Aliyah, then we'll look at some points to ponder. Question number or summary point number one is Moshe sends messengers to Edom and explaining that they're on the border of of Edom and Israel, their brother, are waiting to go through. He explains that, you know, Edom, you know all the difficulties we went through. We suffered the exile in Egypt, the abuse we were subjected to being in Egypt, but we called out to Hashem, Hashem saved us, and now we're in the city of Kadesh, just on the, the, the side of your land. Please let us go through and we will not veer off the main highway, we'll go straight through your land. Edom responded negatively and threateningly, you're not going to go through. Israel again promised to go straight through and they would pay for any of the resources which are used. Obviously, it's very taxing to any state to have a foreign army go through or from a nation go through. We'll pay for all of that, says Moshe Rabbeinu. Edom refused again, brings out his army and Israel has to veer away from the attack from Edom. That's our Aliyah in summary. Very basic points to ponder. Number one is, why is this now? So geographically speaking, remember, Israel are in the southeast corner of the land of Israel. They wanted to gain access now to Israel as they're about to go in. And the nation that lives between Israel and the de desert in the southeast where they are in Kadesh Barnea is a place called Edom, the country of Edom, which belongs to Esav, who conquered it from Seir originally, as we learned about in Parshas Vayishlach. Okay, let's let's try to understand a few other questions. What is the gist of their request? What, 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 what's Moshe trying to emphasize or de-emphasize in this uh, in this request? So Rashi points out that he's trying to downplay the role of his success as Yaakov Avinu. He's taking it back to the brotherly debate, and he's saying. You know what? We we've, we really suffered a lot. It wasn't as if we uh, we've done so well. And uh, you know, you have this wonderful land, but we've been these um, slaves and wandering tribes. Th that's all we really have been. So you got the better end of the deal. That's kind of the gist of it. The Ramban points out that in fact he never mentions the land of Israel. All he says is we just need to get through. So he's not talking about promised land, settling down, things working out. And the reason for that is because he doesn't want to get back into the debate of who got the bechora, who's really the worthy brother, who deserves the land of his father. That's what's going on here. Now, another question. Why did Edom not go, uh, not, not let Israel go through? So what was so wrong with this? This foreigner says that they're concerned that this would lead to insurrection and violence if not everybody keeps in line. You know, you, all you're going to have is some troublemakers along the side, and they start breaking people's fences, and then it's going to lead to violence. So it's a practical, pragmatic consideration. Rashi says, well, they they, they said, look, we, our gift is Yadayim uh, Yaday Esav is war, is violence, is the sword. So we're going to treat you that way. You make uh, talk about how Hashem took you out of Egypt and all that wonderful things. But at the end of the day, our endowment is the sword and we're going to, we're going to carry on living by it and we're going to ex express and regulate policies based on it as well. So why doesn't Israel fight? So why, when Edom comes out, does Israel not fight? The Rabbani explains, they were commanded to her by Hashem that not to fight Edom. As you see in Devarim Perak Bey's Pasuk, hey, al-tiskerubam, you should not give, fight with, yeah, with Esau. So they've been commanded to desist. So when Esau comes out, when Edom comes out to them, then they have to remove themselves. And the question one has to ask oneself is, is, is this good, bad, neutral, this whole Aliyah? So it is fascinating to juxtapose it to the next Aliyah. The next aliyah is about the death of Aaron. Well, the Medrash says a really shocking thing. The Medrash says the reason why Aaron died 
was because the language they used when relating to Edom. What was the language they used? It says, Yisrael. So says your brother Israel. Well, you think your brother with Edom? You think that's the way it all works? We're all, you know, kumbaya around the fireside with Edom? Well, then you're not supposed to be going with Edom. And therefore, Aaron dies as a result. Now, Aaron was dying anyway because he couldn't enter the land of Israel. But the juxtaposition emphasizes this point. And I think it's fascinating because this takes us all the way back to Pashas Vayishlach. In Pashas Vayishlach, Esav and Yaakov met together. And at which point there was a whole discussion of whether he is Achi or Esav. Is he my brother or is he Esav? When he is good to me or when he's not good to me. How's that relationship work? Esav, in fact, said, travel with me. Let's, let's all work together. And Yaakov says, no, when, when, in response to Nisav and Echa, um, we, that we should go together, Yaakov says, I don't want to because of the children. It's not a good idea to have this relationship with this evil person, even if they're being nice to us right now. And that's coming back over here. The same language of the Achi, my brother, is being brought up again. And what the Medrash is identifying is, is that Aaron's Midah, Aaron's Midah was about everybody getting together. But everybody getting together is in Israel. Don't extend that outwards to this evil nation. This evil nation is only going to have negative impacts culturally and religiously on you. So don't, when trying to go through and gain passage, don't go the extra mile. Don't bend over backwards with this language of brotherly love. This is not brotherly love and they're going to show you that it's not brotherly love in the way they express and they respond. This closes the fourth aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful, meaningful day.